and welcome to Weddings Unveiled, the podcast for your wedding planning process. I'm your host, Leah Longbreak. We know how exciting and stressful playing the big day can be, and we're here to help, providing you with information and advice from industry insiders and those with firsthand experience. The COVID-19 pandemic forced many to postpone their weddings or find smaller, unique ways to celebrate. One trend that has grown from that is live streaming your ceremony. On today's episode, our guest, Julie Alba, a leader in the industry and founder of Wedding Market News, will share her advice on why you should consider streaming and the details involved. Julie, it's so awesome to have you on the show today. For those not familiar with Wedding Market News and yourself, give us a little background about the history of you and your business started videotaping weddings with another company, Julie's Videography. And then from there, 2010, I started Wedding Market News. I've always had a love of weddings. And so I decided to take my love of weddings and start reporting what was going on in the industry by wedding industry trends, interviewing um, you know, top industry leaders, going to conferences and uh, talking with a lot of groups online. So it's been very interesting. <laughs> yeah, and you're considered top 10 in, in social media influencers in the wedding industry. And yeah, you yourself are a big name in the industry. So we're really, really happy to have you on today. Oh, well, thank you. So the pandemic has really obviously turned the whole world upside down. But in the wedding industry in particular, it's made a lot of couples decide if they're going to postpone or go forward. And those that have gone forward have had to have smaller weddings and have started the new trend of live streaming their ceremony. And that's what I'm excited to talk to you today about, because I'm sure a lot of couples are on the fence of whether or not they should do it. And if they do decide to do it, where do they start? So... With that, why should couples consider live streaming their ceremony? Well, with this pandemic, so many friends and relatives don't feel safe, you know, to come. Uh, I actually just did a wedding this past weekend, and this couple was very adamant. They knew that the pandemic would probably still be taking place, and they took the precaution to call us six months ahead of all things and book it. And we got them a unique domain name, you know, so people could type it in. They put it in their uh, website, their invitations. So it was just really cool. This is a way to keep all your friends and relatives involved in your day, even though they can't actually be there. And what a better way to do it. So is this something that now all videographers and photographers offer? So if you're, you're looking to choose that particular person or company, it's something that they offer? Or is this something that's still so new that it's something completely separate that you need to budget in? Uh, it's very interesting that you said that. Not all videographers or photographers offer this service. In fact, at the wedding that I was at, there was a photographer videographer there besides myself. And we were talking about live streaming and how he said he didn't even feel comfortable taking on. It's just such a different technology when you're put in data, internet, all of that plays an important part in making the stream good. And with that then, what should couples be kind of factoring in their budget for this? What are we looking at price-wise? I know it's going to vary by region, obviously. What's in New York City is going to be different than somewhere in Iowa, but... There has to be some kind of a overall 
budget idea, right? You know, it ranges probably anywhere from a thousand dollars and up, depending on where you are in the country. There also could be problems with internet in certain parts of the country. So I try to go to the location ahead of time to make sure what the internet connections are. But, you know, they may not be able to stream your wedding, depending on those factors. What's a good resource for couples to look for someone to do this for them? That's really interesting to say, because right now, even the not or even some of the major publications do not really put this as a place to find someone. I started doing live streaming seven years ago. And so I went from mobile devices and then moved into more technical. There are other videographers that have gone into this, but to say you just have to start looking at videographer websites and see if it's something they have on their website is really the only suggestion I can say at this point. If someone's looking to maybe save money by trying to do it themselves or have a family member or friend do it, what's the pros and cons of doing it yourself versus hiring a professional? Most people that do it themselves are using mobile devices. And one of the main things that happens when you use a mobile device, if you're not using any extra accessories, is audio. Audio is the first thing. You will not be able to hear the vowels. You will not be able to get up close. Mobile phones tend to be really wide, so you don't get up and close and personal with a wedding with a mobile phone or a tablet. So that's part of the problem. So look at it as a professional would be more like if a news station came on site and they're getting a live shot of your big day, they'd be able to get the wide shot of everyone, but also zoom in and get that emotion. So your grandma at home or your military friends overseas can see all the different aspects of the day. Right. As I was talking to someone recently, because, you know, because of the pandemic, so many people are doing live streaming for a lot of different events. Audio has been one of the things I've heard many of them say has been lacking in live streaming. Interesting. You mentioned Wi-Fi. What are some other details that couples should consider when going into live streaming? Well, if the videographer is knowledgeable in live streaming, they're not going to just use one type of data. They're going to look, they're going to have multiple types of data, and they would also look at the venue that you're at to see if they can get a standalone data from your venue. They're certainly not going to use a shared internet source (laughs) from the location. (laughs) Just like your other vendors have to coordinate with each other, I'm sure it's extremely important that if you do hire someone to do live stream, you have them work closely with your photographer, your videographer, your wedding planner, et cetera, because you don't want people standing in front of the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was funny. Um, The videographer says now, the photographer I was working with over the weekend, he says, I now need to get a live, I'm live, (laughs) light. So I'm definitely working into uh, adding that to my set of equipment. (laughs) That is a great call. Anne-Marie Kelly. 
Wild Precious Life is a podcast about dreaming big, digging in and connecting across distance, division, and loss. In each episode, I talk with prize-winning writers, musicians, and wanderers who remind all of us how we can make the most of the time we have. So meet me here. Let's walk and talk and dream and discover what it means to be wild, precious, and brave. kind of streaming services available? It's not just Facebook Live or YouTube Live. What what are the different streaming services that we're really needing to look at? Well, there's some issues with using Facebook and even YouTube, especially if you're doing the reception or even ceremony with music involved. If there's copyrighted music, it's going to kill the feed. So we work with other sources that's not going to lock down your video. <laughs> yes, it's 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 nice to put some Facebook stuff in, you know, in groups and things, but when there's music involved, Facebook can just take it all away. So you got to be careful if you use Facebook or YouTube and all of that. Oh my gosh, that's such a pro tip. I never would have considered the copyright infringement. Yeah, there's a lot of people don't don't realize that's a problem. <laughs> so with it you get your custom URL. What's the best way to share that with your family and friends? Because they're, you know, Joe Schmo could come across it if you just post on your Facebook wall. So, yeah, they put it in their invitation. They also put it on their website. You know, there's possibilities of also putting it in an email and sending it out to, you know, your guest list. With your years in the industry, how important do you find wedding websites for couples? You know, I was uh, really intrigued by this couple's website. I mean, they had everything on there. They had their directions, the, you know, where people would be staying. It was just really detailed. I think this is great for guests because, you know, sometimes people have more questions than just their invitation. Doesn't answer everything. Right. Because if you forget something in your invitation, that's a great way to just to go there and add it, like the dress code or, hey, we are going to live stream now. Here's the code and... Yes. Is there any etiquette that we should consider with live streaming? It's really important, as you said earlier, to make sure that the other wedding professionals that are there, especially for the ceremony, if you're just doing the ceremony or even the reception, that they know that live streaming is taking place so they don't get in the way, you know, things like that. You can't edit things out. It's live. (laughs) You know, I let everybody know, let's uh, send a wedding party and, and so forth. Okay, you know, we are live streaming this. Uh, we say that at the rehearsal. I go to the rehearsal also as a practice. So I know where everybody's coming in, how everybody's leaving. So that's sort of like a, a kind of a rehearsal. Yeah, because if any other vendors or uh, family members are sitting around and think they're, they're whispering, that camera can pick it up. <laughs> Yes, that could happen. (laughs) So if you're a guest at a live stream wedding, be very careful what you might say around that camera. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we also put a microphone on the groom. And so, you know, he knows that that's going to be on. So he has to be careful about what he says. I can only imagine some of the stories that are coming out now from live stream weddings. (laughs) (laughs) What is your final (laughs) advice for couples planning the big day? Well, you know, don't wait to the last minute. Think about, is all of your guests going to be coming? You know, who's coming, who's not? Would you still want them to be able to see the wedding 
virtually, you know, especially if you have a destination wedding, it's a good thing to have a live stream for that as well. My daughter is also just got engaged. And uh, so we haven't really talked about this item, but she just got engaged about two weeks ago. And she's definitely going to be planning a destination wedding. And so it's, uh, I don't even know where yet. So we're looking at a lot of different locations, but, you know, we need to decide, is she going to live stream this for the others that are not coming? And then also keep in mind of, you know, the internet and all that, if she does. But, uh, you know, think advance, make sure you don't wait till the last minute, research different websites to see who has it available and how long they've been doing it. Because there's some out there that, you know, it's just because of the pandemic just got on, but there's a lot involved. Well, yeah, with Destination Wedding, I'm sure with travel, with equipment and everything, that's a whole other ballgame. Yes, that's the one thing I've been traveling with Wedding Market for uh, quite a few years, and I know how to pack really well. (laughs) 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 When you're taking equipment with you on the plane, you better know how to do it really well. (laughs) Oh, I bet, because they're going to search your bag. (laughs) So... Well, as I say, I'm sure some of that equipment might go off, you know, unintentionally just being metal or whatever, you know, might be composed of. What's your final piece of advice for industry pros and insiders that are listening? One of the things I've learned is a lot of people, like even wedding planners, they might think about live streaming, but they're really probably only thinking about it from, you know, mobile devices or friends and relatives because it's such a new thing. Maybe they haven't really thought of some of the more professional, you know, ways of doing it, depending on where they are in the country, because sometimes the bigger cities are where, you know, you'll find these types of services and not necessarily in the smaller cities. My final question for you, you, Julie, what is your favorite moment in a wedding? No matter how many weddings you've been a part of and two, what is your favorite moment you look forward to? The favorite thing I look forward to at a wedding? Wow. My favorite part when I'm at a wedding is when I see the groom see the bride for the first time. That is the, that's my favorite moment. That's my favorite in the ceremony too. When they get all choked up and that look on their face, you see the love. Thank you so much, Julie, for being with us today. How can we get more information on you and wedding market news? Well, you can find uh, more about me at WeddingMarketNews.com or Julie'sVideography.com for live streaming. Awesome. Thank you so much, Julie. Oh, well, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Weddings Unveiled. Make sure you follow the show on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. And follow Weddings Unveiled on social media. This has been a production of Evergreen Podcasts. A special thank you to executive producers David Moss and Gerardo Orlando, production director Bridget Coyne, and audio engineer Eric Holtnow. Don't forget to enjoy the journey.